Hey, hey, and welcome to the State of the Shift. My name is Sean, and this is the first recording for the new year, 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. In this episode, we will talk about how the Ford Raptor is getting some new power to take on Crosstown Rivals. Cadillac is bringing a pair of super sedans. The Stellantis brand is official now. FCA and PSA have completed their merger to form Stellantis. Cars that have been discontinued for 2020 and won't be making an appearance in 2021. And a potential Corvette brand expansion from General Motors. All this and more with the state of the shift. As Ford gets its newest generation F-150 onto the dealer lots, the next generation Raptor has been seen in light camouflage in the Dearborn area. The most exciting piece of information um, regarding this Raptor is the rumor that there will be a new trim called the Raptor R, and it will feature a supercharged V8 from the GT500. Power output hasn't been confirmed yet, but I think we can expect somewhere between 725 to 750 horsepower. Clearly, Ford is aiming right at the, Rap- the Raptor's main rival, the Ram 1500 TRX. Ram kind of shocked the truck world when they shoved in a 702 horsepower um, engine into their pickup truck, and they clearly were saying, we're going to take the fight to Ford. Now Ford has responded, and it will be really interesting to see what this next Raptor is like and what the real differences are between the um, regular Raptor and this expected Raptor R trim. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on this, and hopefully we'll see some really sweet pickup trucks um, come out in the future and really spice up the pickup truck war. The much-anticipated Cadillac V Blackwing models are finally going to be revealed on February 1st. With the Cadillac CT4 V Blackwing, we can expect it to have the same engine as its predecessor, the Cadillac ATS-V, with the twin-turbo V6. And with the CT5 V Blackwing, we're going to see a 6.2-liter supercharged V8. It will probably be the same uh, V8 that was featured in the CTS-V. It's unlikely that there will be a special engine in this vehicle, much like how the CT6 had a Blackwing V8. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and what new things we learn on February 1st when they are unveiled to the world. One thing that we do know, both vehicles will be featured with manual transmissions, which is a nice option to have. And it's just going to be interesting to see how Cadillac positions these vehicles against the German competitors. And right now, the big, you know, the big name that has been, you know, talked about recently, it's the new BMW M3. Um, it has been revealed, hasn't necessarily hit the um, hands of journalists yet, and it probably won't hit uh, dealer lots until eh, the spring of 2021. So right now it's still too fresh to really make a great comparison, but it'll be interesting to see what Cadillac has in store for the new V Blackwing series. One thing I will say, the naming's a little convoluted because its full name will be the CT5 V Blackwing or the CT4 V Blackwing. And you already have a base CT4 and CT5 and then a slightly sporty CT5 V and CT4 V. So unfortunately Cadillac's naming may need some work, but hopefully the performance and you know driving dynamics will make people forgive its convoluted naming and just, you know, be wowed by great driving and great handling too. As we start the new year in 2021, it's safe to say that there are a lot of great cars that will not be coming back. In 2020, it was the last year for great cars like the Alfa Romeo 4C, the Ford Shelby Mustang GT350, 
the BMW i8, the Bentley Mulsanne, the Ferrari GTC for Lusso, and the Acura RLX. All of these vehicles were actually pretty cool vehicles in their own right. The Alfa Romeo 4C was a great, small, you know, two-seater vehicle. It handled extremely well. The um, GT350 was a really unique vehicle because it wasn't your typical muscle car. It featured a 5.2-liter flat-plane crank V8. It was very track-focused, very sought-after, too. For a very long time, uh, dealers were, you know, charging significantly higher prices well over the MSRP because the vehicles were so sought after. And it, you know, was always praised for its unique engine sound and its incredible handling. So that's a great loss um, for, you know, car enthusiasts right now. And the other vehicles, too, were all very unique and, you know, they're significant losses in my opinion. But hopefully we'll see some great vehicles, you know, unveiled in 2021 and Hopefully, those vehicles, you know, mentioned may become more affordable in the second-hand market. In other recent news, the merger between FCA and PSA is now complete. The brand that they will form will be known as Stellantis, and with the creation of the Stellantis brand, it will be the fourth largest automaker in the world. The merger will not only allow for a better shift to electric vehicles, but the leaders of the Stellantis brand also believe that they can cut costs annually by over $6 billion without plant closures. This is according to Autoblog. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on how the Stellantis brand um, project works out and see what EV vehicles will come from this merger. For years, General Motors has talked about expanding the Corvette brand by making other Corvette models. Now it looks like General Motors is actively exploring the possibility of making an electric Corvette SUV. These rumors have been swirling around for the last few years and it seems that we could see a concept in the very near future and a production model that could likely go on sale around the middle part of this decade. My fear with General Motors expanding the Corvette brand too much, it could lead to the same issue that they had in the past when they had too many brands under the General Motors umbrella. Also, this could water down the Corvette brand. They believe that if they have a Corvette SUV, it will automatically compete with uh, sportier SUVs such as the Porsche Macan or the Porsche Cayenne, but we don't know if that's necessarily the case. Perhaps it may be a better idea if they have a fully electric SUV variant of the Camaro, much like how Ford had a electric SUV Mustang Mach-E that they recently um, came out with. Expanding the Corvette brand right now may not be the best idea, but if they were to do it, I see no reason why they can't have a front-engine um, V8 sports car Corvette, maybe call it the Grand Touring model, so you have a front-engine Corvette and a mid-engine Corvette, and if needed, a, a fully electric SUV Corvette all existing at the same time. And that's it for today. There will be a new episode soon covering more exciting and developing topics in the automotive world. I'm Sean for the State of the Shift.